1: So we're going to rejoice on this day, find out what God is doing on this beautiful Thursday morning, and join God. Sometimes we want God to join us <laughs> in what we are doing, like yesterday's study in verse 18, where Abraham wants God to join him, <laughs> not him joining God. And Abraham says to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Okay? So God said, no, you're going to join me. (laughs) Verse 19, God says, no, Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his descendant after him. So let's, on this Thursday morning, find out what God is doing and join in.
0: Our topic all this week is living in expectancy, a journey of faith. Living in expectancy, a journey of faith. So we must have an expectation that between the time, in the meantime, from good to good, (laughs) even if hard times come up, that we're going from good to good. We're going from better to better. better. We're able, we are well able, we are equipped, and we must maintain our hope, because we said in the beginning on Monday, without expectation, life is meaningless. So There's- we
1: live between time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love that. that. That The Holy Spirit dropped that there. Mm-hmm. We live in between what? Time. Mm-hmm. Just remember that on this Thursday morning, that we are living between time. So we must make our day what? Count. Count. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So we know that every time, every purpose every season. There's a time, a purpose, and a season to everything under the sun. So we're operating in time on purpose, and we're moving from season to season. season. And, you know, just as we cannot control the seasons when it comes to the weather, when it comes to the rotation and the revolution of the earth, there are things that are beyond our control. But we have to be able to identify the season in order to be equipped and prepared for the season, just like we change our clothes depending on the season. There's changes that we, adjustments that we make in our life as we're being moved from season to season. So we must continue to live in expectancy. We're moving through now to Genesis chapter 18 and we're gonna start at verse 10 for today's devotion. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. Okay, so God is speaking to Abraham again. He's continually reminding him of the promise because the promise is the hope. Yes. The promise is is the the hope. hope. So we have to have that continually before us. That's why the Bible tells us to write the vision and to make it plain, that those who read it may be able to run with it. Though it tarries, wait for it, because surely it will come to pass and it will not tarry. So we go back to the vision. We go back to the vision, then it brings forth that same joy, that same hope, that same expectation that we had when we first wrote it down. Because in the time between, things begin sometimes to get altered. We begin to get discouraged. We're trying to do it based off of the opinion of people and not directly what god said we make a little twist here a little turn there and sometimes it gets so far away from the original vision so we have to go back and we have to read it again so god is continually going back not just to abraham but also to um, sarah and he is explaining to them allowing her to hear what is transpiring through her therefore sarah laughed within herself saying after i have grown old Shall I have pleasure in my Lord being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time I will return to you, according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, No, but you did laugh. Wow.
1: Yeah, I heard you. I see you.
0: (laughs) So both of their faith is being worked out. They're on a journey of faith, and they have to come into agreement about this. You know, they came into agreement temporarily to utilize Hagar instead of Sarah, and that came to pass, and they have to come into agreement now with what God is doing through them because he's not just doing it through Abraham alone. He's doing it through Abraham and Sarah together to produce Isaac. So they both have to come into agreement with the word. They both have to do that because here is specifically it's highlighting more so Sarah, and this that she laughing. She's like, "No, I'm too. I'm too old. How how could it happen? How could God use me?" And sh- they have to both come into agreement that God is going to bring forth His word, and it is coming through. Both of us. Right. Sometimes we're trying to look to everybody else. We all know some people like that. They're trying to get everybody else to do everything that God told them. But we have to direct them back to what did God tell you to do? And we have to do it. We have to direct ourselves back. What did God tell me to do? And do it.
1: The Word of God is true. And this Thursday morning, you can repeat with us, the Word of God is true. And it is true unto me. The word of God is true. And it is true unto you. You have to allow it to become personal. Sometimes we think the word of God is true for that person. But it's not true for me. It worked in that person's life. But not in my life. Now The word of God is true. And it is true unto me. You have to allow it to work in your life by being obedient. Look at Genesis chapter 12. That's all it worked. To get over to chapter 18, Abraham got a journey, man. No, the Lord had said to Abraham, chapter 12, get out of your country from your family, from your father's house to a land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curse you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And verse 4, uh, so Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him. That's the key right there. When the Lord speaks, we obey. When we obey, we will see the result of what God says. You and I cannot see the result of what God says until we obey it. We will not see the manifestation of the Word of God until we can live it out. However long it took. But we have to live it out in order to see it. In order for the promise that God gave to Abraham to be fulfilled, he has to walk it out. He has to walk it out. Walk by faith. And that's the word of God. We walk by faith and not by sight. And so many times, it's we want to walk by what we know, sight. What we know. We don't like to go by what we don't know. Only what we know. I trust what I know. I can trust what I don't know. With God, I have to be able to trust the things that I don't know. When it comes to God, you and God, you have to be willing to trust the things that you don't know. In order to see the things that I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to say that Mm -hmm. better. But I must trust when it comes to God, I must trust the things that I don't know to see the things that I don't know. Mm
0: -hmm. And that in Genesis chapter 12, it says that Abram was 75 years old when he got this direction. Now, the child Isaac is born, according to Genesis chapter 21, when Abraham was 100 years old. So there was no indication over these chapters of the time twenty-five years, except for when we were, um, I believe, yesterday, where it said he said in his heart in uh, Genesis chapter seventeen verse seventeen. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, "Shall a child be born to a man who is one hundred years, years old. old?" So that w- that came that message came into his heart, but he was contradicting that. Like it, it came. The time came. There was no uh, in any of the other chapters. Not, I don't see anywhere where it no, said it, a timeline. No, that it was going to happen. It just said that it was going to happen. happen. So he's seventy-five. It says it's going to happen every day that went forward, every week that went forward, every month that went forward, every year, every decade. It looked more and more impossible. Possible. But now he's starting to get an unction. He says, "Shall a child be born to a man who is one hundred years old?" So something is, is hitting him about time, but he's blowing it off. He's saying, no, it's not going to happen, 100 years old. And the next thing you know, that time does come, and he is 100 years, years old when the child comes to pass. In Genesis chapter 21, starting at verse 1, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. Says, for Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah born to him, Isaac. Then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh, and all who hear will laugh, laugh with, with me. me.
1: So good love. <laughs> good love. This is great love.
0: So the unction of a time came in his heart in Genesis chapter seventeen, verse seventeen. He says, Shall a child be born to a man who is one hundred years old? Well that that was a deposit within him. It was getting closer. It was getting closer to the expectancy. It was getting closer to the end result of what God had said. And he was trying still, the enemy was trying to push him further away from believing. Because he said in his heart, shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old and to Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child. So the answer was yes, yes, because that is when it happened. The set time was when he was 100 years old. That's when he was born. And then verse 7, she she also said in Genesis chapter 21, Sarah, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? For I have borne him a son in his old age. So it did come to pass exactly the way God said, and it's emphasized in Genesis chapter 21, verse 1, and the Lord visited Sarah as he had Says. said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. So as it was said, as the Lord spoke it, it came to pass. But they had to go through a time where it didn't seem like it was going to happen in order to get to the set time, to the appointed time
1: for it to produce. This is the most powerful. If we're going to stay around here, there's a set time by God. as Isaiah says it happened in whose time? God's time God's
0: time We want to invite you To Celebration Tabernacle Church We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard In the city of Coco Meet with us Sunday mornings At 10 a.m. Thank you, Make you for your day tuning count. in To the Make Your Day Count Broadcast With Pastor Errol Begford Senior Pastor Of Celebration Tabernacle Church In the beautiful city of Coco For more information On this broadcast Please contact us At 321-638-0381 Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world and Whalen specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Whalen Duff can be reached at 321-536-5973 or visit whalenduff.kw.com Whalen Duff with Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is your local realtor who provides all you need and the time you deserve to get your real estate purchased or sold.